We're learning Daf Lamadalad. We're starting from the Mishnah half the way down the Amid. The Mishnah talks about a case where a person is being Makabal Nazirus, and again, with certain convictions that are suffic if they're true or might not be true. Let's see the Mishnah. Ross, a koi. Somebody sees a koi. So a koi is a type of animal which is, um, it's unknown to us whether it's a chai or a behemoth. Is it a domestic animal or a wild, or a wild animal? And it's also possible in other places we talk about it, it might be a min bifnei It might not be either a chai or behemoth. It might be something um, that's just its own species entirely. So a person sees the koi and he says, I'm a nazir that this is a wild animal. A second person says, I'm a nazir that this is not a wild animal. A third person says, I'm a nazir that this is a uh, domestic animal. Irene Nazar Shane's behemoth. A fourth person said, I'm a Nazar that it's not a domestic animal. Fifth person said, Irene Nazar Shezechai behemoth. I'm a Nazar that it's both. It's both a wild and domestic animal. A sixth person says, Irene Nazar Shane's at Lochai behemoth. I'm a Nazar that it's not a wild or a domestic animal. A seventh person says, responding to all six people, he says, Irene Nazar Shechem become Nazar. I'm a Nazar that one of you is a Nazar. The eighth person now says to uh, the people one through six, I'm a Nazar that none of you, um, that, that one of you is not a Nazar. A ninth person says, He says to the people one through six, I'm a Nazar that all of you are Nazir. In this case, in this case, says Mishra Kulu Nazir. The Allah is that all these people are Nazir. The simple shot here in the Mishnah is that as we learned yesterday, Bishami's opinion is that when a person says, I'm a Nazir, that this is true, they're not making a condition that it's only Nazirus if it's fulfilled. Rather, they're making themselves Nazir. They're just stating their conviction behind the Nazirus, which is making them a Nazir. And Bishami's opinion is that a mistaken conviction doesn't uh, undermine the Nazirus. So even if they have a conviction which doesn't, which, which is not based upon the truth, but Lamai said they're in the Nazirus, and therefore it's Ra. So Bishami is going to say that. It's not to know I'm here, but a person has been coming to based upon a premise that might be mistaken. But according to Beisham, even a mistaken thing is still Chal. And therefore, um, therefore it would still be Chal. That would be the Pashup shot here in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Tani Chada Brisa says, Tisha Nazirim, when you have nine Nazirim, in other words, the Brisa is saying that it's a case where nine people can become Nazirim uh, through through relating to this guy, like our Mishnah had, you know, the one through six, and then seven, eight, and nine. Um, at speaking to the to the people one through six, but another price that says Tasha Nazirus, you could get nine different terms of Nazirus. There's a case of one person it seems like who's making Nazirus things. He can become obligated through the card to have nine Nazirus. It's a more suspicion on It's understandable how you could have nine different people become Nazirus because of the card. You could go into Abu There could be there were a bunch of people. who are making the Nidarim based upon the card, just like our Mishnah, meaning. Just like our Mishnah went through, that each of the six people make a, uh, a Nazirus based upon a certain conviction of the Kai. And then seven, eight, and nine are making their Nazirus based upon convictions about the status of one through six, as we saw. What's the scenario of a nine different terms of Nazirus for one person that are coming from one Kai? How do you have that? Why would you have nine different terms of Nazirus? And the Gemara explains, you could find six, because it's not, like we learned in the Mishnah. What about the extra three? Meaning, you could say, if we're only talking about one person, what if one person would say all of the six declarations that the six people said in our Mishnah? Now, there's a person first said, I'm a Nazir, that the guy is a wild animal. Then he said, I'm a Nazir, that it's not a wild animal. Then he said, I'm a Nazir, that it's a domestic. And a Nazir is not a domestic, and a Nazir that is both, and a Nazir that it's neither. And, and there he was Makabal, six different terms of Nazirs. And again, as we've been saying, we could be going like Beishamah, and the idea is that a person is being makabal, not a conditional Nazirus, but rather a Nazirus based upon 
um, a, a conviction that, that the premise is true, and even if it ends up not, it could still be there. So just you could have nine different people become Nazirim, you could have one person who's going to cobble different terms. So for the six different possibilities are good, but the extra terms, how do you have that? In other words, in the Mishnah, the last three, um, seven, eight, and nine, were somebody relating to the status of the first six people. But in the, in the scenario, it's all one person. How are you going to get these extra three terms of seven, eight, and nine? The case is like he said, I'm a Nazir, Nazir, and the Nazir of all of it is upon me. So, actually, what we're talking about, the Bryce is referring to not one person, but rather we're referring to exactly the same as the Mishnah, but there were nine people, and each of the nine are become Nazir. And now the Bryce is saying, what if a tenth per- person witnesses all of this? And now he says, I'll be a Nazir for as many terms as all these nine people collectively are obligated. So, all the all the nine people collectively are obligated to have nine terms of Naziris because since we're saying each one of them is a Nazir, so each one has their own terms, so that equals nine terms. Now the 10th person is saying, I'm a Kabul Naziris for the amount of terms that all of you collectively are obligated in. So that's, that's his way of saying, I'm obligated for nine Nazirises, and therefore that would be that would that would be binding. And now he's been macabre. Um, this tenth person has been macabre on upon himself to keep nine different terms of Naziris. Hajar Allah, Parak Beishama. Okay, now we move on to Parak Shloshaminin. And here we're going to learn about all the different types of um, things that are forbidden exactly to the Nazir and the details of them. So the Mishnah says, Shloshaminin, Master Ibn Nazir, there are three types of things that are also to the Nazir. Hatoma, Nazir cannot become Tamei. Hatiklachas, the Nazir cannot shave his head. He's also to the products of, of, of the grapevine, as we will discuss. Now, all different different products of the grapevine combined with one another. In other words, there's a minimum shear for lashes to be chayav. Whether we talk about gzayis, revius, whatever it is, so all the different other parts of the grape can be uh, combined to one to one another to be chayav. And the reason is when the after, although the pasuk does identify specific things he shouldn't eat, he says we don't eat moist, don't eat dried grapes. But the, in the, the pasuk also identifies kartzad and matzag. Now we can't eat the, uh, the the seeds and the skin. But there's also a general thing. The Torah says anything that comes from the grapevine. So therefore, the, the, if somebody would have you know, a little bit of some dried, a little bit of grape seeds, a little bit of grape skin, and all of it would amount to the size of a kazai, they'd be chayv. It doesn't have to eat one part. It doesn't have to eat you know, a kazai, it's a raisin, or a kazai, of skin. Even a little skin, a little, uh, a little seed, a little raisin part, it's all could even starve together to the shear to make him chayv. The ain't chayv, and he's not chayv. Kazais. The shear has to be a kazais. It's got to be a kazais of the gray products. But the different parts of the gray products can combine one with the other. Top of the Amid Beis. Mishnah Rishon Omeris, in early Mishnah, said, that you have to drink, and when it comes to the wine, it has to be a revius. In other words, there's a difference between things that are eaten and things which are drinking. When you're eating something, so then the shear is kazais, the volume of the olive. But when you're drinking, then it's a quarter lug of a wine, which is not the same which is not the same. So that was the earlier mission where we were between the minimum volume for eating and the, and the minimum volume for drinking. It's a different different volume. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, even if somebody soaked his bread in wine, and now there's enough to add up to the volume of an olive, chayv, he's chayv to lashes. So Rabbi Kiva is actually making two points. First of all, he's saying that the shear of wine is also because I, it's not... Not, 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 not a review. So that's one important point. It's a volume of the olive, not the quarter of a look. That's point number one. Number two, Rabbi Kiva is dropping a bombshell of a novelty, which our prayer will discuss at length, that had to laser. That when I have a shear to be chayav, it doesn't have to be complete from the shear of the iser. If let's say somebody soaked his bread in wine, 
and he eats the bread, the bread is not also the Nazar, the, the wine is also the Nazar. So even if there's not a shear from the wine itself, it's only the shear is made up partly by the bread, Rabbi Akiva still says that that, that you're chayv. In other words, the, you have to eat a kezayis. But it's enough that some of the kezayis is made up of the forbidden substance. That's Rabbi Akiva's bombshell of, of, of Chiddush, which we will uh, analyze further. Says the Mishnah, each product of the, of the grape, a person can be chayavan for itself, a separate set of lashes. So meaning, let's say somebody had wine and grapes and chatzanam and zagam, chatzanam and zagam again are the grape seeds and the skins. You're chayavan, each one for itself. If you have a kazayas of each of these things, so then each one is going to be mechayav, um, each one is going to be mechayav for them, by themselves. As, as we learned before, that, eat, that, that the different types of the grape products can be misarved one to another to the shear of kazais. That's true. But now the mission is making a separate point. That somebody who eats multiple kazais in each one from the different types, so then they're chai for each one. As well as when I say, that you're not chai for chatzan and zak separately. You have to eat two grape seeds and the grape skin together. He has a drush of lazar desire. If you take a language of the pot, look, take a look at the language of the pot. So, at, um, the Pasuk says, just to see the side of the mark, until the Zag, you cannot eat. So when the grape seed to the grape skin, according to him, it's making one unit of sin. That he's not chive until he has, the, he's not chive for the, if he has grape seeds separately, or grape skin separately. He's only chive for the combination of two seeds and the skin together. So Rabbi Lazar and Nazar is darshing from that end of the Pasuk, that there's one unit of sin, having both those together. Now, the outer part, the skin, the inner parts. That's reviewed. That's reviewed. No, it's the opposite. According to him, um, he gives you a way of remembering it where it comes out the opposite. Don't make a mistake. It's like the we look at the grave, it's just like the muscle is a bell which is hung on the neck of the animal. The outer part of the bell is called the zog. The inner part is called the inbell. So he's saying the chartsanim are the seeds and the zag is the skin. In order to remember that, you remember like the animal's bell, the outer part of the bell is called the zug, which is the, like the skin of the grape, and that's called by zag, and the chatzanim mean the, mean the seed. So we have mamish opposite views. In Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, just in the translation of chatzanim and zag. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the chatzanim are the skins, the zagam are the inner parts, and Rabbi Yossi is just the opposite, the zagam is the skin, the chatzanim is the seeds. So Al-Kabadim, Rabbi Lazman is saying you have to have both of those components, two grape seeds and the grape skin. As everyone else is saying, no, they are separate things, the skin and the seeds. Okay, so first we analyze. It only sounds like the product of the grapevine, or is also to the nazir. The geffen again doesn't mean a grape. A geffen means a grapevine. So the product of the grapevine is also to the nazir. Geffen But if I talk about the non-fruit part, like the shoots and the leaves of the grapevine, even if they are edible, they're not a product of the grapevine. So not a yotzim and a geffen. So the Mishnah is mashma that one would not be liable if they ate part of the grapevine itself. Says the Mishnah, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, that means our Mishnah, which is not offering the grape leaves and the shoots to the Nazar, it doesn't hold like Rabbi Lazar. Tanya says in the price of Rabbi Lazar Omer, the Torah asks, it means the, the, the Geffen, the Torah is offering. The Torah is offering even more. The Torah is, is offering the Geffen itself, even the Ulvam and Bamashma. Some people teach us on the end part of the mission. The mission says, If you eat the olives volume of the grapes, so you can see for the end of the mission, from the grapes, yes, the grapevine itself, you're not liable. And we make our comment 
Then on the safe of look, Okay, so a different version where exactly it's coming from. We get a really you're high for the product of the grapevine, but on the grapevine itself, only Rabbi Lazar says, you're high for the product. So the Gemara says, Mike, what's the root of the issue? Rabbi Lazar, Darish, There's two different ways how to darshin um, a Pasuk. Sometimes the Torah speaks in generalities and then it specifies some things as well. So there's a, there's a big use, and we're going to look at this for the next like daf and a half, different ways of darshaning something. Re, uh, there's something called a Reboi Umiyot, where the Torah like amplifies something and limits it. And cloud prod, where it's more like a generalization and specification. So those are just words. What's the difference between Reboi and cloud prod? So in order to really understand this, we're going to have to just like jump into it, dive into it, to understand the different ways that we darshan, the different ways that we, we darshan things here. So just to understand, to take a look at the Pesukim, it's important to know what the Torah says. So first the Torah says, Mi'ayin Mishaychar Yazir. Torah says that when the person is a Nazir, he can't have the Yayin um, or Shechar. Those are just uh, wine or older wine. The Torah identifies chometz uh, and yayim. The Torah speaks, so it speaks about how we can't have the, the different types of vinegar, chometz uh, shechar, whether it's old vinegar or new vinegar, lo The Torah says, chometz shechar, novim lo you can't drink anything that has great flavor. Novim lachem v'yavashim lo yolchal. The Torah also identifies specifically that you can't have moist grapes or dry grapes like raisins. And then the Torah says, after, all, after specifying all those specific things, again, it says wine, aged wine, Wine, um, new vinegar, old old vinegar, anything that has grape flavor, eating grapes, dry grapes, all after all of those specifications, the Torah then says a general thing: anything that's from the grapevine. And then it adds from the seeds and the skin. He cannot add. So the Torah has first said a bunch of specific things that he can't have, the wine, the, the different types of wine, the vinegars, the things that have grape flavor and the moist and dry grapes. Then it tells me the general rule, don't have anything in the grapevine. And then we get more specific things. We get the seeds and the skins of the grapes. So that's what we have to know going into this. Lots of Darsh does the list at a Reba and Miyat. So first the Torah said, the Torah is limiting it. The Torah is being very specific, only the things that are that the Torah enumerated, right? The specific wines and, and vinegars and the and the, and the grapes and, and, and the grapes and raisins. But then what happened was Mikalash asked me Gefin Yain Reba, suddenly the Torah is amplifying that. It says anything of the vine. So the way we look at that is Miyat for Reba. If the Torah first limited something and named specific things, but then it's it's, it's Reba, it makes a makes a general a, a general amplification. And it says anything that's from the that's from the vine. So riba hakol, the methodology that we use in drashos is that everything is included. Right? Riba, what do we mean? Everything is included. Riba kol anything of the grapevine, the leaves, the trees, you're so high. So if so, if it ends up being marba, my miyat, then what was what are we coming to exclude? Meaning, this is very important. If it's just going to be anything, it's just going to be the amplification. If it's just the riba, anything in the in, in, anything that's of the grapevine, including the the shoots and, and the leaves. So then, why name any specific things? If you're going to end up including everything, then then why would you include anything? Why would you specify anything? So it must be that even within the riba and miyat methodology, there has to be something that's excluded. The answer is my miyat miyat So we come to exclude the woody branches. In other words, the branches are not are are not any derivation of the grapevine. It's not a yaitzeh gefen. So therefore, they wouldn't be authorized. So even if it's not a product, but it has to be a yaitzeh gefen. So it has to be something like the shoots or like a, the leaves in order to be authorized. But if you're talking about the actual woody branches of the vine itself, so then, um, 
So then that, that would be an issue. That is considered, that, that's not an issue. In other words, that's not awesome. So that's what we're looking at the Rebbe The Torah has told us specific things and then it also tells us anything. So anything tells us, even, even the shoots and the leaves. But the fact that the Torah made any specifications tells us that you're not high for eating the, wooden, the woody parts. Now, that is the way that Rabbi Lazar's doctrine. Now, that we showed him struggle. So what, what, what's with the end, right? We just had that the Torah specified, but then it included. What about the fact that afterwards it says, what do we do with that? So the Rishonim explained, and then we're going to see based on the Gemara coming up there, Rabbi Lezer may hold Rabbi Lezer desire in the Mishnah. Rabbi Lezer desire in the Mishnah, Darshan, Mechatzanim, Adzak, the Torah is that the Torah is not ossering the seeds and the skins individually, but rather it's its own unit of sin, and you're only chai if you have two seeds in the skin. So Rabbi Lezer might hold like Rabbi Lezer desire, and therefore Mechatzanim, Adzak is not part of our Trashos at all. So it's just the first, all the specific things that the Torah said, and then the Reboy, the amplification that the Torah says, any part of the grapevine. So we end up, you're not chai from the woody branches themselves. Even if they are somewhat edible, but you are chayav on the shoots and the leaves. Now, rabbanon darshi klaliprat. Rabbanon darshin differently with klaliprat. Klaliprat is that it's not amplifying everything, but but rather it's a generalization. And the idea is that it's not as broad as inclusive as the riboy emiyot. And that's really the the big difference between the riboy emiyot methodology and the klaliprat methodology is how inclusive do you get when the Torah makes the, the, the general statement? So first the Torah said, all the wine, the specifics, and the grapes, and the raisins, that's specifications. But then it's in Mekalashev, it generalized. Then at the end, it said from the seeds to the skin, it once again made specifications. So what do I have? First it was a prod. First the Torah specified. Then I made a generalization. And then the Torah went back and it specified again. So what's the law? We derive anything which is similar to the specification. So that's the big rule. If I have a specification that then I have a klal afterwards, so the generalization would include would include everything. But then I have a afterwards I have another prat, so I end up the rule is I have a prat cloud prat klal prat. I basically say anything which is similar enough to the prod, I will include. So we don't end up as big as the amplification method, where it's everything except for one thing, uh, but rather it has to be very similar. That's the point. It has to be very similar to the specifics. In the Reboi Miyad methodology, it doesn't have to be very similar. There's the opposite. We say we only will exclude one thing, like we only excluded the woody part of the grapevine. But in this methodology, the Kal Prat, the way the drasha works is that it's going to have to be very similar to the specifics. We'll include things, but it has to be similar. So we say, just as the specification is fruit, and waste, the Gemara will tell us that the fruit is the grapes and wine, and the waste of fruit is the vinegar, the bad part. I've called pre soul's pre. So we'll include any products of the wine, which are f- fruit and the waste of the fruit. Those things are awesome. That's the, the types of things which we will include, you know, an immature grape, which is fruit, or a wormy grape, which is a waste of the fruit, and that's what we're going to include. But the leaves and the shoots are permitted because they're not fruit or the waste of the fruit. They're not like the specifications, and therefore they're not included. Rabbi Lazar was adopting the amplification, so he would include those things. The Rabbanon have to say that it's like the cloud, that it's like the prod, so it's only things which are really a fruit. Amrit. What are you including? I mean, everything wasn't it said. Fresh and dry grapes. I'm sorry, I skipped the line of the Gemara. I'm sorry. We're including fruit and waste of fruit. Says the Gemara. Wait a second. Instead of saying anything that's fruit and waste of fruit, why don't we say it's even more narrow? It has to really be like the specification. Maybe it has to be a finished fruit. 
Um, a finished fruit has to be something like a grape or a raisin, but maybe we shouldn't include like an immature grape or a wormy grape. Maybe it has to be really only exactly like it said. But the answer is, what would we be including? And obviously we have to be including things which are not stated explicitly because or else there's no point in making it a generalization at all. So what would you be including? Fresh and dry grapes, it's explicit in the passage. That's why you can only go like the first suggestion, not like the second suggestion. It can't be finished fruit. It has to simply be fruit. And that's why we say um, immature grapes, wormy grapes, they are forbidden. They could, in fact, be included. So we're saying in the prior cloud has to be like the specification, um, but we're including more things. So we include an immature grape, a wormy grape would be included in the Isser. I at the end, if we're including everything which is really like the particular, we're including the immature grape and the wormy grape. What's the point of writing at the end from the seeds until the skin? In other words, the Gemara is telling you the way Prat Klaat Prat, cloud, prat works. What would happen if I would just leave out the last cloth? It wouldn't have said from the grapes, from the, from the grape skins and the seeds, what would happen? So the Gemara explains. The Torah first just specifies and then generalizes like we hear. If it would have said all the wines, the vinegars, and the grapes and raisins, and then said anything in the grapevine. So we would say, instead of saying it's anything that's similar to the specification, I would say, the generalization becomes added. And, and it just becomes added to the specification. It will widen the halacha to include anything that can be included in the, in the cloud. So basically what would have happened, it would, it would have included leaves and shoots. So now the Torah comes back again and specifies like it did by Nazar. So basically the way the methodology works is like this. First it specifies, then it made a generalization. If it would have stopped there, it would have included everything that's in the generalization. And we would have included, let's say, the leaves and the shoots. Says the Torah, no, I'm going to make another prat at the end. So it goes prat, klau, prat. After all that is said and done, it's anything that's ke'ena prat. Anything that's very similar to the specifics. And that's what we're saying. Anything that's anything that's pre psolas pre. And we come to include immature grapes and the wormy grapes. But we do not include the leaves and the shoots because they are not like the specifications. So what? So 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 in Rabbi Lazar, we had we 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 had a. A, a specification which is followed by a reboy, and we end up therefore including the leaves and the shoots. Whereas according to the Rabbanon, we look at it like a prat, then a cloud, then a prat, and therefore we have to be very specific, um, specifically similar to the pratim, and we end up saying it has to be a product of the grapevine, the leaves and the shoots are not similar enough to the pratim, but rather only the wormy and immature grapes. Says the Gemara, what did we say before? The specification was fruit and ways of the fruit. Fruit of the vine, I've called pre, psalis pre. What did we come to say? Pre envy, fruit of the grapes. Psalis pre, mahi chomets. The ways of the fruit that the psalkim identifies as vinegar. I've called pre, mahi. What do we mean any product that's like the fruit? Koriki, an immature grape. I've called psalis pre, mahi. What do we mean in a waste of a fruit? Amarkana, I've seen envy, different. We come to include a wormy grape. Now we make just an extra din here, adzad to the skin. What is the Pasuk saying? Coming to include what's between the seed and the skin, meaning the pulp of it. The pulp of the grape is also included. That's what the odd is coming. Um, that's what the odd is coming, is coming to include here as well. Okay, we'll stop here.